on 89.9 The Light. You're in conversation with Clayton, and uh, we are crossing right now over to the Ukraine. And uh, Igor Sereda, he is the Assistant Program Director and one of the broadcasters on uh, what we would certainly consider our sister station, uh, also an 89, but an 89.4 FM over in Kiev. How are you, Igor? Hello, everyone. Thank you very much. I'm okay. I'm good. And it's a big pleasure for me to be with all of you from Ukraine, Kiev. That's wonderful. And I know that of recent times, um, there has been uh, bombing not far from where you are and your family, but you are all okay. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, thank you. I'm okay. Yeah, but th- that night was very noisy. There was a lot of uh, shakets. I mean, that drones which uh, want to destroy everything. But uh, thanks to our defenders, I mean, our soldiers, they keep us in safety. And of course, thanks to our Lord, because he, he also, with his angels, keep us in safety. I guess it's the main thing here. Uh, Igor, I know that um, you're not only working at the the radio station and now broadcasting uh, into your city and uh, uh, with a a message of hope about Jesus, but you're also um, a pastor as well. So take us through, uh, I suppose, as we go back to over a year ago now when uh, the conflict first started, um, what was your immediate thoughts about what you would be doing over that next period of time? So, yes, I, I'm a pastor. I'm pastor mostly for youth, for teenagers, for young people. And, yeah, I'm serving at my church here in Kiev. Uh, and there was a lot of minds, a lot of things. And, you know, I remember first days uh, of war, of that all things when you can hear explosions, red air, um, attack uh, and uh, a lot of things uh, news a lot of friends and from from different cities and even countries they call you and asking what you will do what you should do uh, and you don't know what to do exactly because uh, kind of frustration uh, in your heart in your mind uh, and of course you have uh, responsibility of your family it's not only about you it's about my kids I have two kids small kids small daughters uh, uh, at the time five and two years old and also my wife and I just prayed Lord please give to me your wisdom in this period of time what I should do uh, and how, how how I should react because even on, on the time you, you don't uh, know how to pray exactly <laughs> or rightly, but at the same time I recognize that this is kind of uh, checking of my personal Christianity. I mean, uh, all the songs which we pray at the churches, all the verses from the Bible when we read, for example, Psalm 91 or uh, Psalm uh, 120 or, or 121, that my Lord. He with me all the time. He keeps me in safety. He defends me. He's my my guardian, uh, and his angels also can save me. So I prayed about it, and I understood that my Lord, he he can keep me in safety and my family. And really, this testimony that everything was I mean, me personally, 
all my family, my my neighbors, uh, and my friends as well. They are in safety. Even uh, some of them right now in uh, our army, and Lord also keep them in safety. So yes, uh, I, I think like that. And also, I have a lot of friends in Russia as well, who are pastors, preachers, and uh, in first days I also try to uh, have to say not <laughs> to, to call call them and asking guys how are you and uh, they say also we are it's not easy for us as well mm-hmm. and we also pray and I, sh- and I recognize that uh, enemy I mean spiritual enemy not also uh, physical enemy <laughs> uh, he wants separate us uh, he wants to destroy everything. He wants to destroy also church and relationship with Christians and uh, relationship with uh, Ukrainians and Russians, relationship with families. So we start praying together. And uh, I mean that we, me personally, and a lot of people in Ukraine, uh, we understand this is from, I mean, at first it's spiritual war, not a war between people of Ukraine or people of Russia. So just as we, we summarize that, I know that um, in the midst of all of that, you know, you, you talk about it so, um, well, not matter of fact, there's a great emotion, but what you've had to go through of sending your, your wife and your daughters away, you, you've chosen to stay and continue that work that you believe exactly as you were just saying that you, you're called to do. I, I want to talk about your involvement with the radio station in a moment, but before we do, I I believe that, Igor, part of your heart has been, you've been just sharing that hope of Jesus um, on the streets, I'm told, train stations. There was even an incident yeah. of someone on a bus about to leave and you were still sharing it. Um, could you share a, a story or two, I suppose, of how you've been sharing um, your hope and faith in Jesus and what has the response been during this time of war? Uh, so, yes, we decided uh, in these first months of war, and even uh, for today, uh, that a lot of people they they need hope in Ukraine this time. And seriously, uh, I have never seen before um, that revival which we have right now in Ukraine. Of course, it's dark times for our country, but I think that in dark times, uh, Lord gave to to His people, I mean, more grace, mm-hmm. and that grace we we see in our country. Uh, and uh, really, a lot of people they are very open, open to to the gospel, uh, and all very open to help. And we started to help people uh, with humanitarian supply, even with food, because a lot of people in Ukraine they lost their jobs, houses, a lot of refu- refugees, especially from eastern Ukraine, from Mariupol from Kharkiv, from Donetsk region, where the houses, buildings, uh, cities, towns, small villages are totally destroyed. They don't have food, uh, even clothes. Uh, they don't have anything, really. And they start looking where they can help the supply. Uh, you know that our government, uh, they're very busy right now, I mean, especially for... Uh, all these issues with soldiers, military, and other other things. So that's why it's a challenge for church 
and we decided with our church, with our team, uh, to help people. Uh, we tried to outreach them, send them the gospel. And the first day of war, we created some idea. Uh, we go to the border. Uh, I mean, it's border of uh, Ukraine and Poland, where a lot of uh, Ukrainians who can leave the country. I mean, it's women, women and uh, uh, some men who have a lot more than three kids, so they can leave the country, families, and we uh, go there, and we and there was a big line lines of buses who are waiting uh, across the border, and we ask, can we just say a few words to people who are who are in in the buses, uh, and. Bus driver said, "Yes, of course you can <laughs> just uh, do what you want." And we uh, start sharing the gospel with these people, say truth to them, and also people crying. They received Jesus, and I know that a lot of people then, when they go to Poland, they stayed at the churches. Also, uh, I was in Lviv. Lviv is the western part of Ukraine and uh, kind of center of refugees, and our a team from Kiev, we cannot do our broadcasting from Kiev, and we uh, moved from Kiev for, uh, I guess, for two, two months to western part of Ukraine, and we have been there, and we also tried to make our broadcasting and also to outreach people, say them truth on the streets, uh, on uh, train station, uh, bus stations, uh, so, so yeah, we... We do that, and really, a lot of people right now at the church. Even we have in Ukraine, we had in Ukraine a revival in early 90s when Soviet Union uh, <laughs> was destroyed yeah, and Ukraine started to be independent. But uh, a lot of people, because I was small at that time, uh, even they said that right now, uh, this period of time in Ukraine, it's something special. Of course, it's very, very scary, very dark times, war, really war. But at the same time, a lot of people, they coming to our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a remarkable story, Igor. Uh, so good to have you with us. We're going to be back in just a couple of moments' time uh, with Igor Sereda. He is uh, talking to us from Ukraine and Kiev. Uh, he is on our sister station, as it were, FEBC uh, Christian station there, 89.4. And we're going to be back talking a bit more about the broadcast that he does and also specifically what you and I can do to help uh, Igor, uh, the work that's happening, uh, what we can be praying for, what maybe we'd be able to do more practically for the people of Ukraine. Uh, from Igor himself, that's on the way next here on 89.9 The Light. On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and uh, my guest, we're speaking to him from Kiev over in the Ukraine, uh, Igor Sarida. Uh, now, Igor, am I saying your surname correctly, or have I got it a little bit wrong? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Excellent. Thank okay, you. well, that's good. That's correct. good. Yes, thank you. Most people who've listened yeah, to this show... Yeah, my last name, it's meaning Wednesday. A Wednesday? <laughs> oh, language. There you go. All Wednesday, right. Yeah. I, I like that. Well, we might dig into that a bit more, too. He's uh, an announcer and also the assistant program director Uh in Kiev on uh, FEBC, a Christian broadcaster there, very close to our numbers as well. We're 89.9 and they're broadcasting on 89.4. Um, 
Igor, let's let's talk a bit about the radio and and what is the impact that you're seeing of Christian radio occurring for you in all of Ukraine and then specifically in Kiev? Yes, we have a Christian radio station uh, which is called FBC Ukraine or in Ukraine we call that Radio M and uh, the M people uh, often asking us what does it mean M uh, in our naming. And we ask them, how do you think, what M is it? And in Ukrainian language, there are a lot of interesting words which started from M, kind of uh, Maria, it means dream or uh, possibility, which uh, in Ukrainian called Mozhlivit. And we think about possibilities that people, um, sometimes they don't thinking about possibilities. You know, they're just living. Uh, I mean, they was born, they go to kindergarten, after that to school, university, start working, and don't think about their destiny, uh, what, what the reason why they were born. They maybe also can visit Orthodox Church, but don't know about relationship with God. With God. So our goal uh, and kind of vision to inspire people uh, through media, through radio, to follow Jesus Christ and everything what we do here in, in Ukraine in our Christian radio station we inspire people and not only in these times uh, in this time I mean and uh, this season which we have right now in Ukraine but also before uh, about families uh, about uh, I mean all Christian values we, we sp- uh, speak about these things with our listeners uh, we have counselors at our um, radio. Uh, it's hopeline where people can call and they will help them in all, all issues and questions. And uh, it's very interesting thing that in Kiev uh, we don't have FM broadcasting before war, mm-hmm. but uh, we have in Ukraine a lot of Russian radio stations. We, we had uh, broadcasting before war in. Donetsk region, in Odessa region, uh, Zaporizhia, where uh, nuclear station uh, situated very close. It's also one of the big cities in Ukraine. But in Kiev, we don't. Uh, but when war started, our government, they knew that we have kind of social programs. I mean, that we are speaking with people. We are talking radio stations. We're not just, uh, you know, political or news broadcasting or uh, just music we social radio we have programs for families for men's women's women uh, teenagers even and we uh, tell the truth and they know that uh, something is changing and uh, uh, when we started a lot of Russian radio stations they are closed so our government asked to us guys uh, do you because right now it's very uh, the situation that people need something uh, to hear good news at the radio station and they give to us that opportunity and got open to us that new doors that we start broadcasting in Kiev and Kiev region and we was very happy and you know I see really uh, God's hand on that situation because it's a miracle for us 
and for our team. And right now, uh, every driver can listen to us uh, on his car. People can listen in some uh, shopping malls or cafe or stores, and they can hear good news, especially Christian music. A lot of people start calling to us more and more. Every day we have more than uh, 150 calls to our hotline. Also, people are texting, I mean, messaging to us because they uh, they want to have um, attention. I mean, and also to speak with people who can listen to them. Uh, you know, people uh, have a lot of PTSD uh, syndrome, I mean, uh, from the beginning of the war. Uh, some of them lost their relatives, husbands, uh, wives, or even kids or parents, because they won't talk with someone about it. And not, not every one of them are ready to go to the church, to church and say about that at the church. Mm-hmm. But we kind of bridge uh, with uh, this world and with church. We our main goal is to uh, connect unbelievers. Uh, unchristian, not non-Christian people, sorry, uh, who is uh, not yet Christian, uh, to uh, connect them with local churches. Yeah, yeah that's great. So, yes, and yeah, yeah. what uh, we see right now in Ukraine, we have a lot of response, a lot of calls. Every day people call to us, listen to us, uh, our morning show broadcasting, which right now we have uh, because we have uh, the random morning in Ukraine, and they are listening, and they are very, very happy. They say, "Guys, thank you for that hope which you bring uh, in this time, in times oh, to, to, to to our country." That's wonderful. It's wonderful to hear. Um, Igor, we we've taken up a lot of your time. Thank you so much for it. But I do want to finish with. Um, a, a question that I, I want you to speak to us. You know, there's a lot of people, a bit like your radio station too, many people who are Christian who listen to this radio station, some who are not Christian as well. But there are many people who um, would want to support what you are doing, support by praying best the way that they can pray and call out to God for you and, and the work that you are doing and Ukraine generally. And maybe there's other practical ways as well. What would you You've got the, the microphone, I suppose, to say to the city of Melbourne and those who are listening, uh, what would your encouragement be about what we can pray and what we can do? Thank you very much for this question. I really do believe in the power of prayer. Really, what, what we see right now, uh, this is power of prayer. Uh, and it's not about just, you know, like kind of um, good words, that prayer is working, so let's pray. No, that's true. Our prayer is working, and I want to ask uh, our dear friends from Australia. I'm actually, <laughs> I haven't been <laughs> in Australia yet, but I, I hope and pray that sometime I will go uh, for sure. But I want to really ask you to pray for us, pray for Ukraine, for our people, uh, our youth, teenagers, uh, because I am working a lot with that group of people. And sometimes I see that hope, hopeless in their eyes because they, they don't see perspectives in our country for that period of time. You know, they want to uh, dream or go to work, have jobs, but they 
some stupid perspective. Some of them want to move from Ukraine to other countries, to Europe, to U.S., to, to different countries, and they don't want to stay. And I, I understand them why they don't want to stay. But my prayer that uh, we, um, how to say, start to build our country here uh, in all, all things, in Christianity, in uh, social sphere, in uh, education and business sphere, economical, so they uh, stayed here and we built our country and uh, revival in all spheres come to us. So, uh, and also one testimony quickly, we recently, one month ago, we received one more FM broadcasting station in it's our first uh, Ukrainian uh, broadcasting station in western part of Ukraine in the city which called Ivano-Frankivsk. Uh, it's close to the uh, Romania and uh, Poland, and we are very glad about it because uh, a new group of uh, our listeners are there. They can hear us, and we are very glad. And I mean that also uh, you can pray about that more and more. Uh, FM broadcasting stations, more and more cities start uh, opening and uh, we can uh, make our broadcasting on that part of our country. It's wonderful to uh, have something yeah. in that regards yeah. to do and, and to support the work in the smallest way, but with our prayers of what it is. Igor, we um, are so um, awed by you and humbled by the work that you are doing as you have, as we've mentioned, sent your family away so that you can continue to let people know about that hope that, as you mentioned, they so desperately need. Um, and we, we not only wish you the best, we will be praying for you as you do that work and your team uh, across uh, the Ukraine in a whole host of various ways. And so thank you so much for spending a little bit of time sharing with us um, what is going on for you. God bless you. Thank you very much. Igor Sereda, he is my guest today here on In Conversation. He's from our sister station, FEBC Kiev in 89.4 over in the Ukraine.